songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And this episode, I am so excited to be joined by, uh, she's from 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk, Veronica Rodriguez. Hello. Hey everyone. Hey Betsy. Hi. I'm so happy you're here. I am so excited to be here. I can't tell you how much you guys saved me during quarantine and distance learning. And I am just so blessed to have found you guys and so excited to be here and chat with you today. Oh, man. Thank you. That's so nice to hear. It, it That is like seriously why we wanted to do this show because we were like, if we feel so alone and lost and not seen, like there must be other people who feel the same way who need us to expose our shit shows. <laughs> right. I need you and I see you, Betsy. <laughs> oh, thanks, Veronica. I see <laughs> you. Um, so I have three kids. They're all boys, four, eight, and nine. What have you got, Veronica? I am a proud card-carrying member of the One and Done Club. One daughter, 13 years old, Chloe. And, you know, my first pancake turned out perfect, so why make any more? <laughs> oh, here the rest of us have been throwing that one out. Right? Giving it to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. One and done. So you're a smart lady. Got it. Uh... <laughs> I do still have some toddler clothes in a closet somewhere because I thought I was going to have another one, but that's part of the, the weekend closet purge that's happening. Oh, exciting. Are you really going to do like a big purge this weekend? Oh, yes, because I can't put laundry away anymore. Like I just dread laundry and there's just, I bought more laundry baskets. That's how bad it's gotten. I'm just like, no, it's just going to live in the basket forever. And so finally I decided it's probably time to let go of some of this stuff so I can actually put it away. Oh my God, Veronica. I love that so much. Right now in my my hallway, there are no less than three laundry baskets full of nonsense that have been there I don't know, a week or At more. Least. And I need to put it away. And I actually, yes, now I just run out of laundry baskets and I just put them in like uh just, you know, like uh, IKEA bags. I, I was gonna like say random. an Amazon box. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, and every night for like the last four nights, I've been like, I really need to stay up tonight and and fold this laundry and put it away. And then I'm just like, or no. not. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fine. Oh, instead of and watching this uh, delightful show, if anyone's a Downton Abbey fan, do you ever <gasps> a Downton Abbey? Oh my fan? gosh, I'm obsessed! I binged it all uh, early on in the quarantine, and I even paid the like ten bucks or whatever to watch the movie on yes! whatever I had to download it on. The movie, I loved the movie so, so much. Good. It really like scratched my itch. Um, well, there's a there's a show that I've been watching that I love, and it makes me so happy, and it scratches the same itch that Downton Abbey does. It's called uh, Million dollar american princesses Ooh. and it's hosted by the same woman who plays the mom on downton abbey uh-huh. elizabeth mcgammon yeah elizabeth sure McGowan. that sounds right <laughs> the one, this poor lady the one is like i'm an american heiress and i'm your mother um so she hosts it and it's all about like apparently apparently in like the i don't know 1800s all these rich American heiresses were like shipped off to be married to um like lords and dukes and stuff because yeah, like in Downton Abbey yeah yes yes that's right the, in fact yeah the mom's character is like based off of it, a real person because I guess all they were all 
you know, they, they were all like had good social standing, but no money. And then in, in the States, they were all nouveau riche and had no like uh, they had tons of cash, but no social standing. And so it was like this weird, like, just like, well, let's trade these. Yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love it. I'm pretty sure that's why my parents sent me to college. They were like, go forth and find a husband. And then I got an education instead. And I think they're probably still a little disappointed about that. You didn't get your MRS degree, as my mom likes to call it. Oh, that's too funny. No, no, unfortunately not. Single and ready to mingle. Ooh, you're single now, ready to mingle. Yes, yes. How's that working during quarantine, Really difficultly. I can't even imagine. I've I have met someone. My uh, I someone put me on a dating app, and uh, I was going to delete it, and then put you on it yes so my ex that I'm on pillow talk with Tim was like you're driving me crazy he was like I've got to create you some dating profiles (laughs) and so he did and he wrote all this like ridiculous nonsense like I'm perfect and I like the gym but I also really love chocolate date me and of course I didn't like you know check it and then like this you know really cute guy came across so we've had a couple zoom dates we've gone out a handful of times so but you know he lives like three hours away and I can't date somebody that's more than like 10 minutes away. So we'll see. (laughs) I'm a needy dater. No. mm -mm. (laughs) Where are you, Veronica? Are you in Los Angeles? So no, I'm actually in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is pretty (gasps) funny because I'm from Miami originally. I lived in New York, but I've been in Charlotte for like 12 years. So now I say like, vamonos, (laughs) y'all. I did a, uh, I used to do this one woman show called um, Motherload that was uh, written by, oh my gosh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm having a, an aneurysm. Uh, <laughs> Mommy brain. <laughs> I, why can't I think of her name? Amy Wilson, who is on a podcast called What Fresh Hell? Oh my God, What Fresh Hell? <laughs> She's been on our fucking show. She wrote this like hour and a half long one woman show all about motherhood and I performed it before I was a mother and I toured with it and I spent a whole month in uh in your home in your town uh, That's in awesome. your city and it was lovely everyone was very sweet and kind uh, yeah, there's man. nothing like Southern hospitality. Like everyone <laughs> is, it's so funny. My parents come to visit from Miami and people will like smile and say hi on the street. And they're like, are they trying to mug me? And I'm like, no, that's just how people are here. They just want to <laughs> say, hey, but it's, you know, they, they tend to <laughs> clutch their purse. So you're fine, mom. You're fine. That's hilarious. I, yeah, I'm from Minnesota originally. And growing up, you saw strangers on the street, in the store, whatever, you would you would make eye contact and smile. That was just part of what you do. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to New York City, I remember so distinctly that that was like not something to do. And in fact, when I would make eye contact with people on the street, they would see it as like a weird challenge yeah like a threat yeah yes they were threatened by it and I remember this one time I made eye contact with this dude and he was on a skateboard and he like tried to run me over and I was like that is the last time I will ever try to connect with a stranger on the street of New York (laughs) I learned just to avert my eyes well I'm glad you averted your eyes so that we can be here and have this conversation now (laughs) (laughs) well here so let me dive right in so here is what has uh broken yes Betsy tell me what broke you this week (sighs) thank you thank you um okay so I 
I like to think of myself as a pretty good detective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I grew up uh, on a lot of Nancy Drew. Uh, she is my jam. <laughs> I, I actually actually played Nancy Drew in a show at UCB for years. Um, I love Nancy Drew. Um, anyway, so I really thought that I okay. So the other day, my husband shows me this someone. Someone had written on the wall in Mm. pencil about chest height for me, (laughs) (laughs) Um, a a heart, and then inside the heart, um, and of course my kids are boys, so it was a jacked up heart. Uh, (laughs) Boys are just not so good at hearts. Uh, It's true. Um, In the same way that maybe girls are not so good at making um, gun sounds. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's just a – it's just genetics, you guys. It's just chromosomes. Um, (laughs) So someone had written – was it O plus C? Okay. And uh, and so I guess when my husband was like, hey, who wrote on the wall this heart that says O plus C? Um, And my – kids were like Odie wrote it okay so Odie's my four-year-old yeah (laughs) yes so all right so here here it is we're 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 at the Edwardian mansion the lights have gone out the lights have come back up the the some heiress is dead on the floor she's been stabbed who has done it okay so uh so we're like well, first of all, that's really weird. Okay, so Odie's like, I didn't do it. We're like, that's really weird because Odie would have to get up onto like a chair or something. Or like it would be oh. weird for him to extend his arm all that the way high. up. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't he just put it at a normal height for him? It makes no sense. So there, clue number one. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, so we're like, well, who did it, guys? Come on. Uh, and, uh, and so immediately I'm like, I got it. Um, Hey, what? So O plus C, what does that mean? And, uh, and right away my eight year old Ajax is like, O D plus CC, CC, the girl at school he likes. And I was like, mm-hmm. so that was interesting. So clue number two, uh, Ajax, uh, right away filled in the blank of what CC was. Interesting um, how he knows all these details though. Hmm. Right. Interesting that it's at his height. And also, like, not in a million years would Odie be like, yes, O plus C. Like, he doesn't even know. Right. Never in his four years has he understood that, like, if you're by a tree, you should carve a heart with your initials in it. Like, that's kind of what this was. Um, So I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Because the heart was weird. It was as if someone had made, like, a letter V. And then put like a butt on top. It was a weird <laughs> heart, you know. Like when I make a heart, it's it starts from the <clears throat> the top middle. You go out and in, and then you you know you make one half of the heart, yeah. and then you make the other half. But this was like a V with a butt on top. It this is a strange. boy heart. It's a boy heart. Um, now, unfortunately, that doesn't no, narrow it down, yeah. but. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, a good, you know, no girl broke into our house and wrote a heart, I guess. That's good. Cece wasn't here. That's good. Um, so I'm like, I want everyone right now to draw a heart. And I'm going to look at it. Handwriting samples, all of you now. Right? 
no one leaves this room until we figure this out. So I had them all draw hearts, but they all draw drew like su- like super little hearts, which were not a good sample. Um, so then I made them draw bigger hearts, and I noticed that Ajax drew a heart that had was looked like a V with a butt on it, and or an M, I guess we could say yeah. an M on top. It's and, a butt. It's a boy uh, heart. The boy boy right? hearts definitely have butts involved. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh God, so many butts. So, so then I'm like, and I want you to, now I want you to draw, cause it was kind of inconclusive still a little. I was like, I want you to draw, um, O plus C. And so they all draw O plus C and, and there's no way it's OD because he draws an O that starts at the bottom. Okay. Um, and I, uh, and I don't think it's Rex because the, my, my nine-year-old, because the C looks different and the heart looks different. But Ajax draws an O from the top and that matches and the C is a little angular and that matches along with his weird boy heart. And I'm like, huh. Um, and so my husband and I both are like, okay, well, I feel like we're pretty, we're pretty sure who did it. And we would like you to tell us that you did it. <laughs> and everyone's like, I didn't do it. And we're like, okay. Um, so here's what we're going to do, because we're pretty sure we know who did it. Um, I think we're all going to have to give you a, a bat, like a hard punishment. And then <clears throat> if someone steps forward and, and says that they did it, um, there won't be a very harsh consequence. Um, and we were like, yes, we are geniuses. This is really going to work. And then no one came forward. <laughs> and then we were like, oh, no. Shit, now we have to punish everyone. P.S. Um, we, we never did. We never did. We never followed through. We're such fucking idiots. Um, <laughs> you got to so- choose your battles. <laughs> Life has been a little overwhelming lately, right? We don't all have the support system in place that we normally do. And you might be feeling less happy and productive than normal. And you might be thinking, maybe it's time to talk to somebody so that you can start living your best life. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment. They will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And this is all without having to leave your house, (laughs) you know, find parking, sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, get a babysitter, all of that. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not even be available in your area. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, family conflicts, grief, anger, self-esteem, LGBT matters. It's professional, convenient, and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling. And financial aid is available. Everything you share is confidential. So many people have been going to BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So I want you to start living a happier life today. So as a Why Mommy Drinks listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month of online counseling by visiting betterhelp.com drinks. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com drinks. 
care of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. Care of makes it super easy. They have an in-depth five-minute online quiz that asks you questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns. And then instead of wandering around the vitamin aisle not knowing what you're supposed to be getting, you just answer easy questions like, how much sleep are you getting? Or are you vegetarian? Are you concerned about your, your hair or your skin? And then Care Of is going to whip up a little custom pack of vitamins and supplements for you to take every day. Their products are all formulated with clean ingredients that are backed by science. Their protein powders are made with wholesome ingredients that you can recognize like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. I love putting their protein powders into smoothies for my kids because those kids won't eat anything that's not a chicken nugget or a potato chip. So at least I know they're getting some good protein. Plus the little packets of vitamins are so convenient. You can put them in your pocket, your purse, take them when you're ready. It has your name on it. They send you a little booklet. They tell you what everything is. If they recommend something that you don't want, you just don't get it. You can adjust it at any time. Also, they have amazing customer support. So for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code WMD25, the number 25. So again, that's for 25% off each of your first three months of Care Of. Go to TakeCareOf.com. Enter code WMD25 and start getting hassle-free vitamins and supplements delivered right to you. So finally we were like, Ajax, I think it's really clear that it was you. And, uh, and he's like, I didn't do it. And we were like, well, Ajax, I think it's really clear that you did. And he's this like, this handwriting sample indicates <laughs> otherwise. Where were you on the night of... You just needed a flashlight in his eyes. Tell me, Ajax. We swing a bare bulb over his head. <laughs> Would you like a cigarette? Hmm. Um, so so he's he's really saying no in a, in a way that thinks maybe... Maybe it's really inconclusive. Yeah, you start second guessing yourself, and I'm yes. did I draw it on the wall? Am I sleepwalking? Did CC break in? Ah, exactly. And I don't want to go. We, neither of us wants to go like super hard on this in case we're wrong. Right. And uh, listeners to, uh, of the show will know that this has happened before when uh, my nine year old. We're like ninety percent sure. Um, threw my husband's laptop on the floor and then denied it. So here we go. It's like round two of the laptop. Um, <laughs> and so Ajax is like starting to freak out. And then our nine-year-old doubles down. And now he's fucking like uh, Inspector whatever. I was going to say Inspector Clouseau, but I think that's the Pink Panther. Um, <laughs> so, But he goes like hardcore – He's the detective at the at the murder mystery, and he's going to get to the bottom of this. And all the while, though, we're like, there is a slight possibility that he has done this. And and so Ajax is, like, freaking out, and he's like, Rex is trying to frame me, uh, frame me for something I didn't do. And, and But Rex is like, you know, 
I don't know if anyone else has a kid like this. I'm sure a lot of people do. Just like very obsessed with justice. Um, if something is unjust, they are very upset about it. And so that's how Rex is. Is he the middle child? No, he's the oldest. Oh, he's the oldest. I and feel like middle child syndrome goes along with like that, 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 you know, seeking justice. I, I may be really? a middle child. Are you a middle child of sense? Nothing was ever fair. So I feel Rex in my soul. That totally, that totally makes sense as a middle child thing because <laughs> when you're a middle child, there is a lot of injustice. You should be on high alert because everyone else gets the attention and. Uh, but this time um, it's Rex, the oldest one. Yeah. He was so he's yeah, he's obsessed with justice. He doesn't want any, you know, oh he's a, he's such a pain in my ass these days. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, he goes down like real hard on his brother about this, and he will not let it go. He's like a fucking police dog with a like he just won't we're like, put it down, like stop. Uh, and he's just like and um so we're like, okay, Rex, you need to stop. You're not helping. It's making your brother freak out. And uh, and just stop. And he's like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. And then he would keep going. And so he just kept, like, needling his brother about this. And his brother is freaking out more and more. And, again, we can't get to the bottom of it because he just keeps saying he's being framed. And we can't tell what's going on because one of the main – um uh what am i trying to say possible perpetrators of this crime uh might be you know pretending to be uh the detective in right in yeah scenario. yeah so we can't tell what's what and he's really getting in our way he's really cramping our style um <clears throat> so at some point we send ajax upstairs we're like here go upstairs and like collect yourself and let us know when you're ready to confess to this crime. And also, Rex, you stay here because in the meantime, you are not helping. And uh, so he goes upstairs. Uh, Ajax does. And at some point, like 10 minutes later, I go up and I'm like, hey, um, like, let's talk about this. I feel very strongly like you did this. And can you please just tell me about it so that we can move on? And he's like, I didn't do it. So he's really like he's really doubling down on not doing it and saying he's not doing it. Um, and I think at some point I left the room and then Rex went upstairs and continued to like fuck with him. And, um, and he's so like, I don't care if you did it, you will confess. Yeah, I want pizza true. tonight. Damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that has happened before where, uh, someone else did something and Ajax has on one or more occasions said, he, that he did it just to be done um, with it yes just to be done with it just to like sort of lay his body on that grenade and just be like i'll absorb it let's move on so that was the other thing with like with that knowledge i didn't but it was like so clear that he had done it <laughs> but he was really saying he didn't and um and I, I kept thinking like, oh, like better parents or like smarter people would totally know what to do. Or like, you know, so many parents probably would have been like, you clearly did this. End of conversation. You're punished. The end. But it just it didn't feel right. And so anyway, um, we just kind of dropped it. And <laughs> it's still on the wall. No one has been punished. No one has admitted 
and um, we are clearly not in control of of our children or our lives. I mean, who is these days? <laughs> Let me tell you. So Chloe is an only child and literally the same exact thing. Like five years ago, I walked upstairs and I was repainting her room and I just see scribbled on a wall and it wasn't a heart and an O and a C. It was a something to the effect of, you know, I hate mommy, of course, all misspelled. And it was like, mommy needs to be, you know, put in time out or something. And so I was like, Chloe, how did this get on the wall? I don't know. It must have been the cat. Oh, my Child. God. She, see, she has no siblings, so she has no one she can point the finger at, and still she doubled down. And to this day, I never repainted that part of the wall. So the whole room is repainted, and there is that little section, and I still just remind her. Anytime I think she's lying, I'm like, remember this. Yes, oh, my God. Mama. Yes, Mama. So leave it on the wall. You'll be, In a couple of years, you'll be able to leverage that to your advantage for sure. For sure. Remember this. We let it go. Never again. <laughs> we let you beautiful. live that time. So so, so was, was he trying to frame Odie or not? Like, or is, you know, Someone. is like the O for his, like, does he have like an alias? Okay. So either, so either the eight-year-old Ajax or the nine-year-old Rex, one of them was trying to frame Odie. Uh, for doing this and Odie obviously there was just Odie didn't do this um and then oh and that's the other thing when we we're doing like hand like uh we were trying to do like hand uh writing, writing analysis, analysis yeah. like Ajax went like Ajax insisted on going right over to the heart and like putting his paper on the wall like right under it and trying to I, I think he wanted to make sure he didn't write it too close yeah um, but then when Rex did it also, he was trying to do it really sloppy. So it was so confusing. And I don't know if maybe they both planned it to frame the youngest kid. And then somehow Rex just flipped. And because he's older and whip smart, he just was like, it's like I'm not going down for yeah. this. I don't You're care going who else to- goes, but it's not me. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take the fall. So I have no idea. Maybe if I revisit it later today. Like I have a – um, uh, that was the other – there was like a whole thing too with like time frames. And it's like, okay, so you came down at this time and you discovered it. But then what about this? Like we really, really just – murder mysteryed this thing hardcore. oh that's right too though who which which who discovered it was it one of the boys i think ajax said he came down in the morning and it was there and i was like well i don't think it was there last night and odie was sleeping this morning so it wasn't it was just it was so fucking stupid and i really thought like wow i'm a really good detective and now I'm not so sure. Really- <laughs> now, the real question is, do you have a cat? You know, uh, we don't have a cat. But I have to say, did you call the news after y- your cat wrote that on the wall? Because that's amazing. I know. I really, I should have, but I just didn't want them to, like, study her for science. But um, <laughs> pretty sure the cat was also, like, outside that day because I have, like, indoor-outdoor animals. Um, but it's just... Okay. 
Yeah, they will always find someone else to pin it on. That's so fucking that, that, hilarious. Yeah. So it's just a kid thing, even if they, what, like I said, whether they have siblings or not. But let me tell you, I appreciate your ability to just let it go. I think the Ugh. older I get, the more I just let it go. Although I also love that you spent like hours researching it and then yes. you were like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> Well, yeah, it wasn't even that I let it go so much as I just gave up. We were just like, I guess, I don't know, fuck it. <laughs> I said, leave it on the wall, take a photo of it, and just give it a couple years. Eventually, one of them's going to come out. It's going to yes, happen. Yes, right? Or I, it'll be I, one of those things where no one will ever, and then it turns out we have a ghost. I don't you know. You might. Anything's probably. possible. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have a ghost that's trying to frame our four-year-old. Oh my god! What is it like having a thirteen-year-old daughter? I, um, that's yeah. Especially now in quarantine, like I am that jerk that everyone's like, "I hate my life. Everything sucks," and I'm like, "Life is pretty okay right now." Wow. Like, other than the fact that she steals my clothes regularly, um, <laughs> and quarantine has definitely helped because we have like the quarantine carbs thing is no joke. Um, yeah, it's just like anything prepackaged. Like, here's a bag of something. If it doesn't come in a bag, you're not eating it between the hours of like 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Dude, um, I just discovered um, uh, dipping uh, pretzels in Nutella, and now I'm oh. fucked. Fucked for life. Oh, now you said that, and now I know what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> oh god she's so good my kid <sighs> makes and that's the thing is like she's at that age where she can like make me lunch so I'm like working from home and she's like I'm gonna make a grilled cheese you want one and I'm like yeah actually can you do that without burning the house down and she can and I'm like wow oh my god and she does do that like dance in front of me while I'm on a conference call thing and then I'm just like text I'm doing like the charades of like text mommy and then she will and it's usually like hey I'm going to go do this and do that and you know I'll see you in a little bit and I'm like okay so like wow. it's it's like having a friend but it's also like having a friend that you can tell to like f off when you're just like done because sometimes she's like and I'm like I can't right now mommy's watching Netflix and mommy needs 30 minutes and she's like old enough to get that and just <gasps> make herself scarce so it's like the perfect quarantine partner like you have a friend when you want it but you're still the mom so you can still just be like go away and she will and it's just like like I said I feel like such an ass because every time everyone's like I hate quarantine and I might just try to get corona so that I don't have to deal with my oh, family. Jesus, who's saying that? <laughs> I have, they're like, what do I need to do to get like just four weeks of laying in bed isolated? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> right? I hear that. I've I've heard lots of moms it, just before quarantine saying, yeah, what can I do to like check myself into a hospital so that I don't have to take care of other people? 100%. Right. Right. So again, I'm that jerk that I'm just like, no, it's cool. She seals my clothes. And that's like, uh, really, that's the biggest pain I have right now. Oh, my Although, God. Did you did, wait really quick? Did you steal your mom's clothes when you were a kid? So not really. But I think that's because like, I actually am very flattered that she steals my clothes because I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm cool. I'm like, my mom wore these like roughly shirts. Like <laughs> I grew up in the 80s, right? Like 80s and 90s. So like, Same. no, nobody was borrowing that. Like her style and my style were like not aligned. Mom jeans were a thing that like we kids did not wear. 
And I stole her like makeup though. I remember her makeup and her oh, nail yes. polish. Yes. And yes, that would yes. drive her crazy. Yeah. When my mom would leave the house, I would be like, and now is the time we go through all her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all of her makeup, all of her clothes. Yeah. I my mom was not very fashionable. So she I yeah, my clothes I, I didn't borrow her clothes either. And I was actually really jealous of girls that did who had moms who were like Right? It like doubles fashion. your closet size. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's but, funny because mm-hmm. now when I buy her things, I'm like, sometimes I'll grab it and I'm like, oh, I want it too. And then I'm like, I can just borrow hers. If we just find like the in-between side, like we can both, we can do this. We oh can share God. this. Veronica, you're living the dream. I, sometimes. Sometimes. Although I'll give you like a behind the scenes of of the pillow talk story. So the network actually has to approve our wardrobe before we can wear it on screen. And it's not like to make sure it's cute or anything. It's like, so that the colors like look okay on camera and it doesn't clash with your background. Veronica, for anyone here who hasn't watched your show yet, tell, tell everyone what it's, what it's about. Yes. So, so I am on 90 day fiance pillow talk, which is a commentary show of TLC's 90 day fiance. So my ex Tim was on season three of before the 90 days of, 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days um, with a woman that it didn't end up working out for him. Um, but they invite previous couples or, you know, cast members and like maybe somebody in their kind of peripheral um, to to be on this show called 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk, where we comment on the new seasons and the new episodes. And let me tell you, I do have a day job, but this is like the best side gig ever. I wear <laughs> pajamas in my living room and I drink and watch TV. Like oh. if I could do this full time for a living, I then I would be living the dream. Like it is... <laughs> Such a sweet gig. That's awesome. It it really is. But like I was saying, so the network has to like approve the wardrobe. So sometimes, especially if I buy some new things, I'll go ahead and like snap some selfies and then send it over. So I have it like queued up for the next time we're filming. Smart. And so sure enough, I got this like, you know, pink and white tie dye set because it's all, you know, trendy. (laughs) They approved it. I'm like so excited. And so Chloe comes and asks me, you know, it's like, oh, can I wear this to school? And I'm like, look, I haven't worn it on screen yet. If you promise that like, you're just going to, you don't have PE today, right? Like you don't. Okay. So if you wear it and what are you eating for lunch? No (laughs) peanut butter. Okay, fine. You can borrow it. And so I'm like getting ready to film the other day and I go to look for my pink freaking sweatsuit and it's gone. And I'm like, dude, where did my freaking pants go? Sure enough, I got a grass stain on them and I knew you were going to be mad. So I left them at my friend's house. What? And I was like, what in the world? Like, yes, I am mad. Just clean them. Just clean them. Just tell me. Like, if I had known, I could have cleaned them. I could have worn them. Like... And, and so of course it, you know, I had to like, wait, I had to send over other selfies. I had to like look in my own damn closet and it was just like, no. So of course that I was, you know, irrationally angry at her for borrowing my clothes because I did say she could borrow it and I should have known better. Like you're a kid. I know you're going to ruin everything you touch, but uh, I just, I had like an unrealistic, you know, optimism about it. Oh, one day. No, I get it. Cause you were like. You I'm the cool this- mom. Yeah, you want exactly. my clothes? Sure. You had this vision of the future that just hadn't quite kicked in at the present yet, right? Exactly. <laughs> Has your daughter never seen a commercial for like 
a tide i feel like grass stains is all they clean right (laughs) actually i'm just thrilled she didn't throw them away she is the kind of kid that like i'll go dump the trash and i once found her entire like office trash can in there and i was like dude what happened and it was like she was like i spilled some paint in my trash can so instead of you yelling at me i figured i'd throw it away so you wouldn't realize that i you know spilled paint in it and I was like first of all it's a trash can they get dirty like that's paint is like the if it's dry yeah. it's the least of my worries and didn't you think I might get angry when I realized the trash can was missing <laughs> what but it's that's just like ridiculous. That's, the, that's the kid logic it's just like no she'll never see it she'll forget she ever bought me one she'll think that for the last 13 years I've been throwing my trash like I don't know in a dumpster somewhere like I don't know what <laughs> I love that she's just like if I if it disappears, it no one will ever notice. It never oh existed. Kids are so fucking weird. By now you've heard me talk about pros, the world's most personalized hair care. Well, I wanted to share some updates since using the custom formulas that pros sent me. Spoiler alert, it is the real deal. It's a shame I'm not going anywhere these days because my hair looks amazing. It's shiny, it's smooth, it's soft. I really like their dry shampoo. It's a powder instead of a spray. So usually every time I've used dry shampoo in the past, you have to like spray your head and then leave the bathroom because you don't want to stand there inhaling all this like spray dry shampoo. But the pros dry shampoo, you just like pump this powder into your hair and then you're good to go. They also sent me this hair mask. It's like a conditioner that you put on before you get into the shower. And I use it when my hair has really been through the ringer with sun and the curling iron and the hair dryer. I use that and I'm right as rain. Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. They ask you questions about your eating habits, what you're doing with your hair every day, where you live. So I live in Southern California. So... I'm guessing that sun damage works into the equation when it comes to my hair care. And it's funny I say equation because they have an algorithm with over 50 billion formula combinations. And pros will determine a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. And it actually shows up with your name on it. So you know this is for you. They also have a review and refine feature which lets you tweak your formulas for any reason. Like if I move to Alaska or I start bleaching my hair or maybe my diet changes. And if you are not 100 positive that pros is the best hair care you've had they'll take the products back no questions asked but I do truly believe that you are gonna love pros it's a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it literally take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today go to pros.com slash WMD that's pros p-r-o-s-e dot com slash WMD for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? You are not alone because we all are also living in 2020. 
Personally, I have been having so much trouble unwinding and going to sleep at night. I have been searching for anything that could help, and then I discovered Feels. So Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. It comes in this little vial. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and then you feel the difference within minutes. There's no high. There's no hangover or addiction. It just works naturally to help you feel better. And if you're new to CBD and you're not sure how much to take, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help you guide your personal experience. So join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Become a member today by going to feels.com WMD and you will get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash W-M-D to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash W-M-D. Veronica, so please tell us what has, uh, what's broken you then with your, your perfect life and your perfect lady, uh, your, your lady. That's not what you call your daughter. <laughs> No, so actually, you know, it's funny. I call her boy, which what? just because it's funny, right? So I'm like, boy, what did you blow up? Boy, what are you taking for lunch? Boy, what did you, you know, and, and it throws people off and people look at me and they're like, but she's a girl. And I'm like, yeah, she is. But like, it's that's why it's funny because she's a girl. So I'm going to call it. her boy. It's like, it's like you have a dog named Cat. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's the it's the same. It's so the you same. can go out and at the park and just yell cat, cat, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What? Great! I love it." <laughs> but so I'm gonna again. I'm gonna double down on this. Uh, my life doesn't suck, but I have a hysterical <laughs> story. So, so so much respect for you and everyone out there who is trying to do this damn homeschool thing again. Like I can't. I can't. I literally, I physically can't. I did it for a couple months and I was like, again, I work all day. And at the end of the day, I'm like, the last thing I want to do is have to Google like how to find the volume of a damn cone. I've literally never needed it in my entire life. So chances are you're never going to need to know how to calculate the damn volume of a cone. So we're just not going to do that. We're not going to do that. So I actually (laughs) put her in private school this year. So I found a local private school that has like 12 kids per grade and they wear masks and they wear sneeze guards, but they go every single day. And so I started like, you know, I put my feelers out to like the PTO moms and I started getting the whispers because everyone had the same idea I had, but I had like the, you know, the insider trading knowledge. And I knew like a day before the announcement came out to the public that they were doing remote again this year. So I started like, I probably spent like a thousand dollars. I applied this child to every private school in the greater Charlotte area. I was like, I don't care where you go. It's not my living room. That's where you're going anywhere but my living room. So we found, like I said, this great private school. She's loving it. In fact, I'm pretty sure I like screwed myself because I'm pretty sure she's going to want to graduate high school there and she's in eighth grade now. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to afford college because that's your college fund that you're going to use on private school. But yeah, we will figure it out. So so the other day I'm on these conference calls. It's like a Tuesday. It's like the second week of school. And all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up and it's coming up as like her teacher from seventh grade. And I was like, that's so strange. But wait, I'm on a conference call. Wait, so is that her, her, wait, so when was this? This fall? This was, yeah, like last week. Okay. Uh, so, and so she's in seventh grade now. 
She's in eighth grade now. Oh, so this is her teacher from her old school. From her old school from last year is like calling me. And I'm like, that's so strange. Why is she calling me? And she's not calling me. She's like straight blowing me up. So there's like 17 missed calls. And I'm like, what is going on? But I'm on a conference call. She doesn't go to school there anymore. So I know she's like fine, right? So, okay. So I finish up my conference call and I call back and it turns out it's not actually the teacher's phone number. That's the main line to the public school that she's gone to her, you know, entire life and went to last year. Well, apparently I forgot to unenroll her from school and the principal was convinced that he had seen her that morning and went into the classroom and couldn't find her. And this man locked the entire school down. So they have locked the school down. They have like called in the security guards. They're sweeping the building. They're checking room by room. And this man's calling me to tell me that he has lost my child. And he's like, I didn't know how I was going to tell you. But like other students said that like they had seen Chloe this morning. And I was sure I had seen her at drop off. Hold on. Hold on. Was this like the first day back? It would have been like her first day back. At, but I thought they were going to do distance learning. What the oh, fuck? Right. So they're doing one day in person. So her old school, the uh, public school, is doing a rotating schedule every, like, you know, letters A through, you know, whatever, right. E on Mondays. So that first Thursday was like, this guy's like, well, she just didn't show up, but he's convinced that she did show up. And the poor oh teacher's God. like, I don't know. I forgot to tell. Like she didn't. I think oh I took God. attendance, but I'm looking at my notes and I don't have attendance notes. And so like, I'm not sure. And there's other kids who are like, I personally know Chloe and Chloe's going to a different school this year. <laughs> and, and they're like calling these kids out and like interviewing them. And they're convinced she's been kidnapped. Or she's like run away from school. And and I, of course, and I call them back and I'm like, but we talked about this. Like you sent over her records, right? Like in order for her to start the new school, I sent you an email and yeah. you sent over her records so that she could start the new school. And the poor principal was like, I remember that, but I didn't realize that she wasn't coming here. And I was like, this poor man. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my God. I can't even imagine being a teacher or a principal now. They right. must all, they, yeah, they all have mom brain right now. <laughs> Cause they're probably all losing their fucking mind. Like they have to just, everything is like spinning on a dime constantly. Right. Yes. And so, yeah, like I said, he's just that guy that he was just like, maybe she's here. Maybe she's not. He's like, look, I'm dealing with enough. Like I couldn't handle losing a kid on the first day of school. Like I couldn't, I couldn't put that on my resume. I'm glad she's alive. Like, you know, we've officially unenrolled her now. So like, she's good, but, but it was just one of those. Yes. Like I said, it didn't, it didn't break me, but it did make me chuckle. And I felt like such an ass. Like I was just like, I'm that jerk that like this poor man is like, trying to figure out how to educate these kids. No one's logging on. They don't have a platform. They don't have enough whatever Chromebooks. And like, and now a kid's gone missing. He's just like, damn it. What else can go wrong? So oh, wow. 
That was, and like I said, and and really, and it, I, let me tell you, last semester, that broke me. This kid, like, yeah. he tried, like I, I told you guys before, I was listening to some of your podcasts from early in quarantine, and I know you guys had the same stories of like, I'm watching this kid do her homework, and I'm, I'm seeing it. She's hitting submit, but every week without fail, I'm getting an email from some oh. teacher that is like, Chloe didn't hand in everything. Chloe forgot to blah, blah, blah. Is Chloe still alive? Because I haven't seen her in a week. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't do this anymore. And also, I mean, yes, we are the parent. But a big part of me is like, why are you telling me this? Why don't you contact him and tell him this? Talk to him. Right? Yeah. He is your client here, okay? (laughs) I have outsourced this. This is an A-B conversation. I'm going to see my way out of it. That's like when when like one of my kids comes in and they're like, like complaining about his brother did something he didn't like. And I'm like, well, did you tell your brother? Because why are you telling me right now? I feel like that with the teacher. I'm such an asshole. But like, I don't, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I don't care. I don't. I, I've thought about it. I've looked and nope, I'm plumb out of F's to give. No, nope, yeah. they've all been spent. Sorry. And like I said, I just, when I was looking at this school year, like I ran the numbers and I was like, okay, so like I try to stick to a stick, a strict budget. And I was like, okay, like there's no way private school is super expensive. I only have one, but still it's expensive. Yeah. And then still like and then do I want to like send her out into this world where like, is she going to get sick? Is she going to get me sick? Like, and, right. and just the more I thought about it, I was like, I literally can't care about this because we we got to the point where somebody was crying at least once a week, if not every other day. Yeah. Like I was yelling at her for homework. She was yelling at me because she couldn't figure it out. And, yeah. you know, there was lots of like 3 p.m. cocktails because it's five o'clock <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> like I can't. This cannot be the, my life. This is not the life I ordered. I actually was a kindergarten teacher, literally for like six months. For one semester, when I when I was pregnant with Chloe, um, I was like a student teacher in Miami because I lived in Miami, and I was like the assistant kindergarten teacher. And like these kids just like peed on me, and these kids just. <laughs> cried and screamed and like this poor teacher was like "Eh, just make them color please just keep these three like from biting each other while I try to like teach this one what the letter a looks like and I went on maternity leave at November 28th and I just didn't come back yeah like I was just like sorry I'm going different career path any (laughs) career path not sorry every time I think about coming back to work I have a panic attack (laughs) yes Yes. so it's just oh my god the respect I have for teachers and for you know for stay-at-home moms who are not even working moms all moms any mom who is dealing with your kid especially in a homeschooling environment I see you and you are doing a wonderful job yeah especially right now like (laughs) even though I say that again is it even if you're drinking at 3 p.m.? <laughs> Dude, I have not said this on the show before, but I had to stop uh, drinking because I was, yes, there was so much stress and I was drinking uh, all day, all day, every day. <laughs> like it's, it's so stressful um, being home all the time with your kids. Yeah. And distance learning in the spring was such a fucking nightmare and such a shit show 
yeah, I mean, it's a testament to that, like that you have, you know, that you have one kid who you you say is like, you know, e- easy and enjoyable to be with. So like, if you know, yeah, that's a testament to what a nightmare all of this is. Yes, like, ugh. That kid couldn't even get it together. Like that kid, just the one. And you would think at 13, like, dude, I can't hook up my printer. Like I call her. I have no idea what a ticky talk is. Some sort of a video, but like, no, but she couldn't even figure it out. It's, and then like, I have a 19 year old brother who's in college. And so he's like trying to do his like college online and I'm calling him and I'm like, your niece doesn't know how to calculate the volume, the diameter of a circle, and I am going to strangle her. Please step in. And he's like, I'm also trying to get an education, but I'll see what I can do. And so it's just like there's, you know, it takes a village. And when you don't have your village, you know, I don't even know. Like I said, it's just, it's one of those things that yeah. And in fact, to your previous point, I got to the point in quarantine where I had to give myself like days. I was like, okay, you can't drink every day. You, you can still drink at three, but just drink every other day <laughs> because something's got to give because like your liver can't handle that. That's just, it's like, I thought the snacks, I thought working from home, like my biggest fear was like having the snacks around. I was going to be eating chips all day, which also happened, but it didn't <laughs> occur to me that I was going to be driven to like, yeah, temptation yeah. early in the day. And it's so easy to justify it because you're just like, oh, it's quarantine. Everything's a shit show. I'm allowed. Yes. But then I'll be- you know, but then you're like, oh, right. Like, I haven't worn pants in months. I don't think I can wear pants now, uh, at least anything that's in my house. And uh, and yeah, <laughs> after a while, it's like, I think I'm just a, a drunk mom. Yeah. And and I think that's okay. And then when you start justifying, you're like, oh, hold Uh-oh. on now. Yes. <laughs> I did buy bigger jeans. And and that was like the moment where I was just like, everything's going to be okay. Like yeah. I got a good sale online and I bought some bigger jeans and I've worn them twice because still we're not really going anywhere. But I was yeah. like, it's going to be okay. I have jeans that fit me now. Like life, it's it's okay. Yeah. Although like I was saying, I have got to get the closet cleaned out because that is, there's a lot of stuff that's like, I'm just realizing the deeper we get into this, that like in some ways life may never go back to normal. Uh-huh. Right. So I'm like, I don't need 79 Calvin Klein sheath dresses. Like I'm just never going to wear 79 of them again. I'll keep like 35. <laughs> There might be a news anchor somewhere who wants these other 50 sheath dresses. And who am I to deny her? So there's a big closet clean out coming this weekend. It's got to happen. And then, and now the benefit of Chloe stealing my clothes, Hmm. there's a bunch of stuff that doesn't fit me anymore that does fit her. And so I'm like, okay, you're going to school now. You don't wear a uniform. Even though it's private school, they don't wear a uniform. They have like a dress code. And even though there's only like 12 of them in the grade, she still wants to like look cool and like, oh my God, she's, she has really curly hair and she has just started flat ironing her hair. So I'll like oh. wake up at 7 a.m. And I, and I hear her like talk and I'm like, what's happening? And she's like on a FaceTime with a friend, blow drying and flat ironing her. And I'm like, what are you, you're doing life wrong. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but like that is, but you know what? We all did it. Like if you have the energy, you wake up two hours early and you do your hair, you do you. But yeah, so I have all, 
I have all this clothes that I'm like, this will fit you. It won't ever fit me again, or at least not for a while, but like, it'll fit you. And you'll have all this like cute new clothes that I don't have to spend money on. Yes. And you can go be like that, you know, cool kid at school. Um, What are you going to do with the rest of it though? Are you going to give it away? Are you going to sell it or? A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually have, there's three plans. One is it's getting listed online. Right. So anything that's like in good condition that, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that I've worn like three times. And, and yeah. again, I never plan on wearing again, but I'm like, OK, I'll list that. There's definitely a pile of stuff that really just needs to be donated. It's like, you know, those things that are like your favorite thing, but they maybe have like a stain on the corner. But like yeah. they're your favorite thing. Somebody it'll be somebody else's favorite. And <laughs> I'm going to donate that. And then I have a lot of stuff that I've worn on screen on Night A Fiance Pillow Talk that I, there's a couple charities that I've worked with in the past and my ex and my co-star, his um, sister-in-law was recently diagnosed with cancer. Um, And so he's done a lot of fundraising for, you know, cancer research. And so I keep thinking like I, at first I was like, oh, I'll just throw it like on eBay or Poshmark. But then I realized I was like, no, that's stuff that like, there are some people and I don't know, but our fans are the absolute best um, they are so engaged. They're so kind. They haven't always been that way, but for the most part now, <laughs> they are really nice and supportive of us. And I'm like, they might, you know, let's put this in a bidding situation. Um, and, and, you know, let's do some good with this. So yeah. that's the plan. And if I can just get it pulled out of the closet, I will have felt <laughs> accomplished for this weekend because that's like the biggest, that's, you know, just the letting go of it and just being like, okay, so I have like four plastic totes that I've got all like empty and ready on the guest bed. And it's like donate, sell, auction, and then shoes. I am so excited for you. I need to do this. I am inspired. I may have to do a big purge this weekend. It's gotta happen. And like I said, especially now that we're we're all spending so much more time at home, it's like the stuff that I wear is so different than the stuff I used to wear. And I'm not giving up hope. Like I know someday something like real life is going to come back. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like. But like I said, I, I still don't think I'm going to need the, the 78 Calvin Klein sheath dresses. I think, again, 30 will probably suffice for the, whatever normal life comes back. So, yeah. so there's a lot of, of just stuff like that where I'm just like, I need to make space and I'm a big yogi. I'm like super, well, I should say I used to be a big yogi because mm-hmm. during quarantine, what I do is I pull out my yoga mat and I like spend 35 minutes finding like a good yoga video online <laughs> and then I put it on and then I sit on my yoga mat and then I watch the video <laughs> and then do nothing else but watch the video. But like I feel good because I like put on the clothes and I rolled out the mat and I like yeah. thought about it. So <laughs> that's at least a step in the right direction. But like yoga teaches you to like Yeah, let I'm not go. even doing that. So hey, like Right? Yeah. I'm one yeah. step closer. Yeah. I'm almost doing yoga. It's almost. I've got the right clothes on, so <laughs> you know, it's I walked to pick up the mat. So there was a few extra steps in there. But, um, but yeah, yoga teaches you to like, let go of the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore. And that like throughout your life, right? Like those dresses got me to where I am in my career. Like I've got a pretty awesome corporate job. I I negotiate contracts. So I'm a a lead vendor or a lead sourcing relationship manager. So I negotiate contracts and I like manage vendors and you know, and it's been hard to get here. Like I started out working retail for minimum wage. And then I worked like a third shift job at a warehouse for like a retail store. And 
you know, it wasn't an easy path to get here. And those yeah. Calvin Klein dresses helped me get here. Yeah. But now I'm here and I can wear leggings. <laughs> and they don't hurt <laughs> me anymore. And I just need to make space for more leggings and, you know, yeah. more things in my life and in my heart. And so. And there's you know, someone I, out there that needs to to rise up the corporate ladder that needs those those sheath dresses. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I remember getting mad at my stepmom because she like did a big closet purge when she retired and she had a bunch of these like you know those yeah those those work dresses and she's like I donated them and I was like why didn't you donate them to me like yeah. I was still making like shit for pay and I was like I you know can't afford to clothe myself and she's just like oh I thought that was like out of style like it's so like old lady and I was like no they always say like dress for the job you want and so obviously the job I want now is a job that involves me wearing leggings because that's all I wear. I know that uh, Nicole Byer, who's hilarious and amazing, uh, you know, love her. Yeah. yeah, isn't she the best? She's oh. the best. Uh, I know that when she has a, a big closet purge, she gives to um, Dress for Success, which is a... <laughs> Do, do you know that? Um, oh my God. So I actually did a huge, I did a whole thing at work last year for them. Uh, we have like a women's bond club, uh, like, a, you know, one of those like corporate clubs or whatever. And I'm on what? that club. Yes. It's like a, like, you know, they have different clubs for like ones for fitness and ones for like women and ones for like whatever. And we did this big presentation with uh, you know, with a with a certain company, and I partnered with Dress for Success, and I ran this whole like uh, clothing collection. Nice. And so I love that charity, and I absolutely a hundred percent support them. I love what they do, and it's yeah, it's sorry, I'll shut up now and let you tell the people what it does, what they do. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So if you don't know what Dress for Success is, they give money to women who are um, who are trying to find work, who can't afford like nice corporate clothes. Cause yeah, those kind of clothes, like work clothes are expensive. Uh, so they, they get nice outfits for women who, who otherwise can't afford it. And, uh, it's a great place to, yeah. If you have stuff, you can always donate it, but yeah, that's where Nicole Byer donates her stuff. I think that's so fucking rad. Um, yes. And I but love also, it. Like I said, it's yeah, it's one of those things. They they donate money. I feel like they maybe even do like training and stuff as well. Oh, um, yeah, I bet but, they do. Probably like resume class, like how to make yes. a resume and stuff. Yeah, and that's what we did. We did like a big, we invited some of the folks that are like in their program here locally in Charlotte and we invited them to our company headquarters and we had a bunch of different people present on like how to network and like, you know, how to do this. And of course, my segment was how to dress and not dress. And it's interesting because we're in 2020. You can get a corporate job and have pink hair. You can yeah. get a corporate job and have tattoos. Like yeah. that's totally okay now. But what you can't do is get a corporate job and have like your tits hanging out. <laughs> or, or get a corporate job and have like your butt hanging out or like right. ripped jeans are still like a no-no in most places, mm -hmm. you know, but like, yeah, a lot of like the world is different. And for a lot of folks, it's difficult to navigate. Like, how do I look professional, but still like modern and be comfortable? Cause I don't want to be like, you know, tugging at my stuff. So yeah. I love that. I love that charity. And I, I didn't know that she was partnered with them, but I love her. So and that's I like don't I know said, if she's partnered with them so much as like she I just uh, yeah. yeah. But they'll that probably get my le yeah they'll probably get my leftovers once I like I said I'm gonna list I'm gonna purge I'm gonna auction and then yes. and then I'm just gonna donate because I just want it out of my house I got Chloe out my house now I need the clothes out my house and I'm gonna finally wait have Chloe's it. out of her oh you mean for school, for school. yeah <laughs> I was like so where'd she go 
really valuable six hours. Okay. <laughs> and, and the best part is that my sister, my nephew goes to the same school. The school's a K through 12. So she picks them up. She picks Chloe up in the morning and she takes both of them in the morning. So I don't even have to drive her there. And then in the afternoon, I pick them both up. And then Chloe just like hangs out with my nephew and feeds him snack while I like keep working. And then my sister picks them up. And I'm just like, again, I don't know what I did to deserve this life, but I must have done something good in a former one because I am so freaking blessed right now. Oh, well, we've all lost our village, but it sounds like you have a little village going there. Yeah, to some degree. It's and it's been tough. Like, especially my my sister lives nearby and she and I have always she's actually we're both the same age right now because her birthday is not until September 20th. And you guys are so Irish happy, twins? Yes, we're Irish twins and happy birthday, Vanny. Birthday shout out. Um You're, but, wait, is your sister what, Vanessa? Yes, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa and Veronica. Oh and my god, everyone must have thought you were twins when you were growing up. Yes. We'll respond to anything with a V. You could be like, hey, Virginia. And I'll be like, yeah. Wait, did you say you have another sister named Victoria? Yes. Oh, my God. Which one of your parents has a V name? N neither of them. What? I know. It's I don't even know how it happened. Like, they were just like the complete lack of cre mom brain is what happened. She <laughs> named the first one. And then she was like, uh, we'll name her v Veronica. Okay, that works. We almost would double down on an X thing because our first kid is named Rex. And then we just happened to like the name Ajax. It wasn't that they matched or, you know, ended with X. And if anything, it was more annoying because you're already like accidentally calling everyone the same name. I don't know how your parents did it because you would be like, Vin like it's the worst, uh, like trying to say people, you know, you know, oh no, you don't because you have one kid. Oh my God. Um, Although I call her Vicky all the time. I don't know why I confuse her and my sister. You call happy. you call Chloe Vicky? Yes, I call Chloe. I think their voices are like similar and they're the same height. That's <laughs> so. really cute. I think it's just that our soul, like, we're just like, well, it feels like my yes. do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I love you and I love this person. So I, I'm just gonna accidentally call you their name. Um, although sometimes like a dog gets mixed in there and then you're like, Where? Uh <laughs> you're like, but I love my dog too. So it's a it's a compliment, really, I promise. Shh, it's fine. But yeah, we almost with our third kid, I we we were like, should we just double down and be like, this is Felix, or you know? But uh, but there was something about when people would be like, oh, they have X name, like there was like this weird judgment people would give uh, that I was like, yuck, what? I want to avoid it because everyone's like, oh, oh, Rex and Ajax, oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, they all talk like that. that was well, it's funny. Most of my family for a long time, like everything they called Chloe Cleo and my grandfather used to call her Isabella, which is her middle name. Cause he was like, I can't pronounce that. Why'd you name her after a cat? And what? I'm like, Oh, but cat that's like, I don't know. I was like, who, why is that a cat name? But like, I guess to him, you know, in the motherland of Cuba, Chloe is a cat name. Maybe he was. Is Cleo a cat name? I feel like Cleo sounds like a cat name. Is that the name of the cat in like 
a cartoon movie? Maybe. I don't know. But I just think it was like, I don't even know. But they were like, "Mm, she's Cleo. And I was like, no, it's Chloe. Oh, I yes, Cleo. No. Cut to Cuba. Just tons of cats all named uh, Chloe. All named Cleo and Chloe. (laughs) All you can be named as a cat in Cuba. That is hilarious. Veronica, tell everyone where they can find you online, what they should check out. Yes, so check me out on 90 Day Fiance Pillow Talk. Right now, we are on Sundays at 11 p.m., um, and at some point, that time slot may change. And you guys can find me on Instagram at Rod V-E-P-Y-R-O-D. Awesome. Well, everyone, check that out. Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for coming uh, and and doing the show. I hope everyone uh, goes and follows her on Instagram and checks out her show. Um, Veronica, you are 100% doing a great job. Good job. Oh, thanks, Betsy. And you are doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I got to work on my detective skills uh, <laughs> and and consequences. <laughs> Just get the flashlight, get the hanging bulb. You've got this, girl. I believe in you. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, And uh, for all of you out there, I just want to say you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Whether your kids are back in the classroom wearing masks or permanently logged into Zoom school, this is a back-to-school season unlike any other. So what can you do to make it better? How can you help your screen-obsessed kids form a productive relationship with technology? How do you make sure that your growing teens are having healthy conversations about dating and sex? And finally, as a high school senior, how do you handle the anxiety that comes with trying to prepare for an incredibly uncertain future? How To with Charles Duhigg is answering these questions and more in a special three-part series, Cheat Sheet, featuring frank conversations with parents and students and expert tips from digital media expert Devorah Heitner, journalist Peggy Orenstein, and sociologist Eve Ewing. These episodes are sure to help you make the most of this school year. And like everything these days, the advice may not always be what you expect. So do your homework and listen to How To from Slate, wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.